0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more.
1: Hello, I'm Jesse McAdown. And I'm Alan Seals.
2: And I'm Liz Esten.
1: And welcome to Carried Away, a podcast where we explore the films and television shows starring the one and only James Eugene Carey. And you guys, we're back at it into deep insanity. Like, we had a couple weeks of normality. We had Peggy Sue got married. We had a factory of ducks. But now we're into things that make you feel yucky for watching it once again. I don't know. I
0: I think this is... I mean, okay. So does Dirty Harry, Dirty Harry make you feel yucky? I'm yes.
1: sorry. Yes. Really? Have yes. you watched the original Dirty Harry? We just did. This is not the original this Dirty is not Harry. The original this is like Dirty the third Harry.
0: sequel. Oh, well, no. I didn't watch the very, very first Dirty Harry. Wait, and which one does he say, Do you feel lucky, punk?
1: It's the first one after he just, you know, destroys an entire half of a town because he needed one guy and then he murders him in cold blood, anyways. Yeah.
0: okay. So this like is-
1: the entire thing about Dirty Harry is he is a bad cop. Like he is a very <laughs> mean priest brutality kind of guy, and he's respected for it because you know what? The only way we get things done is to take. Uh, civilians' rights away from them.
0: I guess so. I mean, it's one way to, you know, kind of uh, get what you need in the world.
1: I guess. But how about we jump into our time machine back to the year 1988, where Margaret Thatcher becomes the longest-serving British Prime Minister of the 20th century, the first U.S. test tube, quintuplets Contrip- are born in Royal Oak, Michigan, and Vice President George W. Bush meets with the... I don't think that's accurate. I don't think that's an accurate information I got there. I'm gonna pick something else. Because, A, George W. Bush was never vice president. George H.W. Bush was. Mm, Yes. And U.S. President Ronald Reagan arrives in Brussels, Belgium for the first NATO summit in six years. And also, Clint Eastwood is back on his bullshit and makes the film The Deadpool.
2: So you think you know what Dirty Harry's up to? Take another look. to me like this Deadpool thing is making you a little paranoid Callahan maybe I'll start my own Deadpool and put you on it Clint Eastwood is Dirty Harry he's just learned a new game the Deadpool
1: so the Deadpool was released on July 13th 1988 with a screenplay by Steve Sharon and a story by Steve Sharon Dirk Pearson Sandy Shaw Harry Julian Fink, and RM Fink, directed by Buddy Van Horn, who was Clint Eastwood's stunt double for years, and is basically just a hired hand to do whatever Clint Eastwood wants. He did a lot of films, including... Every Which Way That You Go, where he was acting against a monkey. Um, Quinn Eastwood has a long and varied career, which is very interesting, but not what we're talking about now. Maybe maybe in our next podcast series. The plot of the Deadpool is Inspector Dirty Harry Callahan must stop a six-secret contest to murder various San Francisco celebrities with himself being one of the targets. So, Alan, as you said before, you kind of like the movie. Liz, what did you think about it?
2: I like it. I like it. <laughs>
0: Why not? What? What about it? Let's give me a specific.
2: For, so, for context, I have never seen a Dirty Harry movie in my life. This is Dirty um, Harry
0: number one. Okay, Dirty number this one. This is
2: Dirty Harry five. This, not I me mean, oh. for
0: you. This is Dirty Harry one. This
2: is Dirty Harry one for me. This might me, as well be one. It's for the series. From it's Dirty Harry five okay. in the timeline, and I, I have no idea who this man is. I don't know anything about him, and I don't care. And, And then just, it was interesting, but I just, I didn't connect with it in any way just because, like, it's just, it's Clint Eastwood. Like, he thinks he's so funny, but he's genuinely not funny half the time. Like,
1: what is our history with Clint Eastwood collectively? Like, as a figure, as an actor, as a director, what is our relationship with him? Because it's almost as interesting as talking about our relationship with Jim Carrey. He's been a constant figure probably since all of us were born before then.
0: Yes. Uh, He's
1: still working too.
0: Still working, still directing, <coughs> and it, 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 at least later in my adult life seems to be doing some pretty solid projects. I I don't know. I never actually thought about it. I'm I've been I've shifted over to try to think about what our uh, our podcast all about Clint Eastwood's filmography is going to be called. Um, Clint Podstwood <laughs> Podcast oh Woodsters. God.
1: Paint your podcast. Thank Paint you.
0: Do you feel lucky? podcast?
1: Quinn <laughs> um, Eastwood, I have a begrudging respect for. I don't particularly like the man. I don't think he's a very engaging actor. I don't think he's a very striking presence outside of the Sergio Leone movies. That's a big asterisk. But his point there is to kind of be enigmatic. But when he tries to play relatable everyman, it falls onto his face hardcore. I have watched the first Dirty Harry movie, as called Dirty Harry, which is like, you know, if I was in charge of the Zodiac case, I would have got it done because I would have killed any civilian in my way, which is basically the Dirty Harry way, which is I will pull out my gun, kill whoever I need. And it doesn't matter because I represent the law and whatever I say goes right, um, which is a horrendous way and leads to a lot of what I believe the mentality of modern police officers are and what is leading us into the crazy relationship between civilian and police that has reached ahead in the last couple of years as we have seen in numerous protests numerous call outs and the fact that we can get everything on camera um because I think a lot of the mentality brought about by Dirty Harry that being said I'm trying to let all that go because I actually kind of like Clint Eastwood as a director I think Sully was a pretty good film i think that hereafter has like one of the most incredible hurricane sequences i've ever seen on film and as a figure i appreciate anyone that's just still making films about him doing things like his last film his last film the mule he has not one but two three ways with women that are young (laughs) and that's the perk of being able to direct and
0: act in your own films Remind me to be a... No, don't do that. Don't remind me to do anything. Um, How about we get back to Jim Carrey?
1: Yes. So why are we talking about this Clint Eastwood film on this Jim Carrey podcast? You are wondering. This is probably Jim Carrey's biggest film role yet. Absolutely. And he is dead at... He His death is the inciting incident of this movie.
0: Yeah, he kicks off the
1: action. Without him, the movie doesn't happen. And he's good. He's really, really good. He still has a lot of that weird kind of I-don't-know-what-I-am insecurity, but they are letting him just kind of go off a bit.
0: And in that their YouTube clip, right, that we could probably insert right now.
1: Not many people know this,
0: but Clint Eastwood was one of my first supporters in the business. At the time, I was a struggling actor, and I was cast to play the part of a crazed drug-fiend rock star named Johnny
1: Squares in the Dirty Harry film, The Deadpool. For my audition, I was put on tape singing an Alice Cooper song. I went completely nuts. Afterwards, I wondered if I had gone too far. In those days, I still
0: worried about that sort of thing. But when I finally met Clint, he just said to me, I love that tape, <laughs> and I show it to all my friends. He was talking about, er, in a, presenting it at awards ceremony, talking to a bunch of celebrities about his audition for uh, for Clint Eastwood, where he, I don't know how true it was that it was a two, two minute audition. Could very well be that he just did himself all over the place. I put in air quotes, which himself, seems in which seems in character. And uh, then worried he did too much, which I think it was very telling of every episode that we've or sort of what we've discussed up until this point is he's not finally finding who he is until it sounds like now is when he's starting to figure out like, oh, I can do the funny faces. I can do the, the off the wall kind of behavior. And it works for the character because he even said there he's he's in a he wasn't sure if he went too far. And then. In this scene where he gives himself a flu shot, as you said earlier, um, <laughs> he overdoses on a flu shot. Uh, <laughs> right into the vein. Right into the vein. He ties it up, overdoses. and uh, But in that beginning of that scene, when he's doing the film, he, he does the stereotypical look. like, his, the corners of his mouth touch his collarbones, whatever he can do there. Mm.
1: Sucks, man. How can I sing with shit sploding all over the place? It's just an accident,
0: Johnny. If you ask me, this whole movie is an accident. How the fuck did I let myself get talked into this
1: shit? Johnny, you needed a music video, and I needed this sequence for the film. Stop complaining. We're both getting what we want.
0: Yeah, well, I don't see why we couldn't shoot on a nice, warm soundstage instead of a goddamn meat locker. I told you, I needed cold, so the audience can see your breath when you sing. It's an effect. Brilliant won't be original or creative but at least the audience will know i froze my ass off And what the hell is that supposed to
1: mean it means a director with talent would have the guts to shoot something original instead of ripping off old movies like the exorcist
2: it's not a ripoff; off
1: it's a homage you stupid and he's playing a rock star that is addicted to heroin Blue and guys I'm shots, so flu, shot. flu shots. Sorry, flu shots. Guys of an apparent flu shot overdose. Um, however, we see very clearly there's no mystery. Columbo would have figured this out in five minutes. Um, <laughs>
2: this isn't musical. She's Jess. Don't I bring can't Columbo into
1: Colum- this one, too. <laughs> I was going to say Matlock. Um, either one of them could have figured this one out because like, we, we see who it is. And then Dirty Harry is called onto the scene, and Jim Carrey was being directed by a very young. Very um, ponytailed, Liam Neeson l- using his natural accent for once. Liam Neeson's, <laughs> um, I I love Liam Neeson. This is going to be a tangent, but and I know for a fact I brought this up on Musicals with Cheese before. Do you guys know about Liam Peason? No, no. This is Who is really... Leeson,
0: Liam Liam Peason?
1: So context: When Liam Neeson was married. He was married to Natasha Richardson. She tragically died in a skiing accident, um, leaving him really broken by it. This is going to get serious for a second. Um, and part of his grieving was he would go out to bars and just drink and drink and drink to the point of blacking out. However, doing that does not stop you from being a celebrity and it does not stop people from taking pictures of you. Um, so, there are so many photos of Liam Neeson taking photos with fans with so much piss in his pants.
0: I just put in Liam Neeson into Google and the first res- first result is a Reddit result that, that's titled why does Liam Neeson pee his pants so much?
1: Like it is ridiculous <laughs> how much this has happened. It is become a thing, but I think it's so it, it does stem from tragedy. I don't mean to make fun of his tragedy, but
2: <sighs> Oh. Yeah,
0: this poor is painful boy. to look at.
2: Yeah.
1: It was Never before in my life could I have imagined someone having so many photos of themselves with piss in their pants.
0: And not knowing it and continuing to repeat the same behavior on top of it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, which, the photos alone are sad, but at first glance, without that context, kind of funny.
0: <laughs> well, how I don't know how old he was at the time. Making fun of people's uh, inability to control their bodily functions,
1: probably. But at a certain point, I have to wonder maybe he just doesn't care. I mean, he doesn't seem like a guy that's that insecure about things.
0: I'm a particular guy with a particular set of skills, and I like to pee my pants. Two (laughs) Liam Neesons kidnap each other's daughters.
1: I have your daughter, you have my daughter. We should do a trade offer. I'm willing to do a trade, but I want to tell you, I have your daughter, but I also have your other daughter, so I've got two daughters of yours. So anytime I think of Liam Neeson, I bring that up. He comes off really good in this movie, though.
2: He was hypothetically fifty-eight at the time of him constantly pissing his pants all everywhere. How old is he now? He's a uh, oh, like seventy-one. Oh gosh, looks good, I guess.
1: Yeah, or, he's doing well. Yeah. He's doing the geezer teasers now, where he you can buy five hundred films from him a week, but on the Red Box. Oh, geezer teaser. Is that like is that old people's cameo? Kind of. It's those films, those action films that don't really exist that have like five like mid-2000s boomer celebrity um, action star, like John Travolta's in like 50 of them, Liam Neeson's in like 50 of them, Bruce Willis was in a ton of them, mm. um, and it's just like they get paid $2 million for half a day's work, and then they get to plaster them all over the cover.
0: Okay. I want to be a geezer teaser. I would like it, $2 million. I feel that
1: they, a lot of them have earned it. And Are you saying I didn't it, earn it? Not yet. Damn it! Wait, wait till Dars of the Domino comes out. and You're the breakout star. <laughs> Look at that shoulder. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, Jim Carrey could have easily fallen into that. Um, and he 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 has chosen a very different path, which is I'm just gonna fall off the face of the earth. But he's
0: not though, because the next Sonic movie is coming out next year. He
1: is not signed on for that movie. Wait, what?
0: My kids are yep. gonna be upset
1: yeah he is not signed on for that movie in fact he openly said after sonic 2 he's like i think i'm retiring and they were like he didn't sign a contract for a third one um we're making a third one but w-. and ben schwartz was asked about it and he's like i hope jim comes back i like jim but if he's not back he's not back you're right
0: i'm looking at the sonic 3 cast list and he is not
1: listed Okay, so Jim Carrey was supposed to play Modoc in Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, and they replaced really? him last minute with Corey Stoll from the first Ant-Man. Like that was uh, just about announced, and then he dropped.
0: Interesting. Wow.
1: When we reach the end of our list, there will be uh, a segment of unmade or future projects like where we talk about the things that he was supposed to be in or didn't end up making or never got made altogether. Um, and I have a lot to say about that. Cause I have, uh, I, as a child, I did a lot of research into that. He was supposed to be in a Ripley's believe it or not movie directed by Tim Burton, which would have been fucking incredible.
0: Wait, Sonic.
1: Uh, Jim Just Carrey. kidding.
0: Just kidding. I know it's Jim Carrey. <laughs>
1: Do you know what else he was supposed to be? Howard Hughes in a fucking Christopher Nolan made Howard Hughes biopic. What? But then Martin Scorsese beat him to it with the Aviator, and he dropped it. And now Chris Nolan has been wanting to use Jim Carrey again ever since, and it's just not worked out. Oh,
2: man. Oh, it's so sad.
0: Oh, man. Well, it's... I'm gonna do this again I just Heather Who did he date The anti-vaxxer Not Uh, Heather Locklear Jenny McCarthy Jenny McCarthy I, (laughs) I was listening back To our episode one The other day And I just like Go in for five whole minutes On him and Jenny McCarthy And Or no Heather Locklear and you're like, guys, it's, it's it's Jenny McCarthy. I'm like,
1: fuck. Alan, I have this information just stuck in the back of my head for no reason. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. You make a
2: podcast about
1: yes, it, obviously. Yes, that is the only reason why I'm here. I have to do something with this information to show it wasn't wasted. We have to Speaking get through of like,
2: which. We have to get through 10 more episodes, but yeah.
1: Speaking of which, we've got the Deadpool to talk about. The film is just a murder mystery. Honestly, it is not that more complex than your basic episode of Law & Order. It truly, truly is not an engaging mystery. It does not have an engaging detective. As someone that is working on a mystery, I I am baffled at the things that it's just like, yeah, we're just going to show you the guy early on. We're just going to tell you what's going on, because, I don't know. The romance of the center though age-appropriate, and I did kind of appreciate that, because we don't get that th- very often anymore, was
2: nothing.
0: Let me ask you something, Miss Walker. Uh, Sam. Sam? Do you like cops? Well,
2: as long as they're not in my rearview mirror, why? Well, I...
0: <laughs> well, I just wondered what we're supposed to be talking about here, other than the, uh, damage to the camera.
2: Oh, no, no, I, I'm, I'm willing to let the insurance company deal with that. And, uh... I think I can be persuaded to drop the lawsuit, but I want something in return. What would that be? I want your story.
0: I mean, a young Patricia Clarkson, It was really nice to see her in this.
1: I feel like everyone outside of Clint Eastwood is doing their best, but it feels like it's a C minus version of every emotional arc and every cliche. Like he gets a new partner at the beginning um, who happens to be an Asian man and nothing is done there. They just exist next to each other, and there's the implication that there's racism on Dirty Harry's part, and it's never ex- explored. The guy might as well not be there, and then at the end he gets shot, but there's a bulletproof vest. Nothing there. There is no no characters in this, just fucking puppets being, m- like, marionetted around to get to the end of the movie.
2: I guess we don't have to
0: pull you off the street completely. If you'd just be more cooperative with the press. Anything else?
2: Yeah. Quan, would you come in here for a minute? Quan's moving over from youth gang task force to homicide.
0: Good homicide can always use a cop with Al's experience. I'm glad you agree. Because if you want to stay on the street, you take Quan with you to watch your back. Now hold on to that's t- final. Well, that's just swell. Being as if most of my partners end up
1: in the hospital or dead. Why don't you ask Al how he feels about all that? What about a Quan? Any objections to working with Callahan here? I uh, think I can handle it.
2: Get a bulletproof vest, kid. Well, personally, I think teaming Callahan with a Chinese-American would be very good for the department's image.
0: Well, I mean, this could be a rather short episode because Jim Carrey's scene was
1: itty-bitty, itty-weeny-weeny-tiny compared to the thing. whole thing. Yes, but that being said, Jim Carrey's the only one with an energy and... An intensity to them. I no know. one else brings that. Like Liam Neeson is doing his job, but no one else. Angry is doing col- much?
2: Angry Police Captain is doing something. He's do- but he- I don't know his name, so like <laughs> Angry Police Captain.
1: You know, I mean, Dirty Harry, he- Jim Carrey, and that's it.
0: So this is well, this is Warner Brothers who made this. So it's yes. Jim Carrey's first like big budget film he's done. So, probably pretty cool along those lines for him. So, this wasn't even Clint Eastwood directing this yet. But yeah, got 53% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: So, you know, I mean, there for what it's I, worth. I mean, yeah, but also, like, how many of them are reviewing it now with the hindsight and how many are reviewing it from when it came out? But I feel like Which ro- I
0: guess is like a- Rotten Tomatoes either is going to be high or super low. And you want it to be one or the other because if it's super low, it's going to be a cult classic.
1: That's not always true.
0: Well, super high, not, super high doesn't mean it's really good
1: either, in my opinion. I don't think Rotten Tomatoes is a good estimate. Like, there are movies that are super rotten on Rotten Tomatoes that I think are fantastic. Like Hook.
0: Hook Ooh. is a fantastic
1: children's film. Did that not was,
0: know Hook was rated poorly. I will agree with you on that one.
1: Yeah, like Rotten Tomatoes is not a barometer for anything, if you ask me, aside from, like, Hey, what do you want to remember? What Roger Ebert said about this, which is the only reason why I go there, is like, yeah, I'll check out what Roger Ebert said about this in like two sentences. Fair, fair. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes is probably like
0: ten people in a in a van out there, like watching movies all day.
1: As far as the Dirty Harry series goes, as far as box office, this is the second lowest to the first, and the first was just kind of like this cheap breakout hit. So the fact that it made that much money was kind of a miracle. Every other Dirty Harry movie, aside from the original made more than this. This is the fourth lowest. And the reason why they stopped with this one, like, the the, the the shimmer had fallen off of this franchise hardcore, and you could feel it. Everyone looks tired of this shit. And I'm surprised uh, Eastwood hasn't come back to it at some point to be like, you know, um, he's back, and he's gonna kill more minorities and, and search without... You know, without a warrant, he's gonna do all these things that your your dad loved. The fact that he did.
0: yeah no I don't know I don't know yeah
2: I, don't, I have no idea what's going on in his head
1: but let's see what the critics said when this came out I uh, speak of the devil it's Roger Ebert who said in the July 13th 1988 review the balancing act in a good Dirty Harry movie is between the familiar notes which remain the same every time and the new angles in every case the Deadpool which is as good as the original Dirty Harry has lots of new angles and a lot of things to say especially about horror films television news and the burden of being a celebrity. That is a good point, Roger Ebert, and we didn't bring that up. The fact is, um, Liam Neeson's character is a horror film director and they show clips of his work and sincerely, my hand to God, I wish I were watching those films (laughs) rather (laughs) than the film I had on.
2: He's working on a movie called Hotel Satan during the production of the, during the Deadpool and I'm like, I just want to watch Hotel Satan. Like, that sounds great. I want to watch Jim
0: Carrey in Hotel Satan.
2: Yes.
1: Liam Neeson directing... Jim Carrey and Hotel Satan with a random Welcome to the Jungle music musical number in it? Looks incredible. <laughs>
0: And Leon Meeson's ponytail should have its own spin-off.
1: Yeah. Um, that'll be the Deadpool 2, starring Ryan Reynolds. So, I bring that up. Rob Liefeld, who created Deadpool, said that he stole the name from this movie. So, if we have anything to, to curse this movie with, it's the fact that it thought that Ryan Reynolds deserved a career renaissance. Alright, let's move on to the New York Times. Um, Vincent Canby, who said, at the same time, though the Dirty Harry's movies have been getting smaller, none is smaller than the Deadpool, which is the tall, lean, sinewy uh, actor drags behind him as if it were a toy duck. It quacks slow or fast, depending on the speed at which it's being pulled. I love that. That's a great metaphor to describe Eastwood, where he's just like this this puppet, I just literally like mine, just a puppet being dragged around. Hard to agree. Then the Washington Post, uh, Destin Howe said, unless you're a Clint fan and own up, who isn't? Not me. There's a little other reason to sit through this one. Eastwood, who's had far bigger concerns recently, such as directing a movie about jazz great Charlie Parker, seems content to mark time and pick up another check. Yeah, fair enough. I I don't disagree with any of these reviews except for Ebert.
2: hmm Yeah, Ebert really liked the Deadpool. So did um Siskel, but I couldn't access his review because I didn't have an account for the newspaper he wrote for. So um,
1: what was that? The uh, Tribune. Yeah, uh, I, Tribune. Didn't
2: a, I didn't have a did account, so I couldn't get in.
1: who did you prefer as a kid Siskel or Ebert
2: I didn't really watch them so I guess I'd say Ebert the taller
1: one Ebert right Proxy no that's Ebert is the shorter one the shorter yeah oh I like Siskel then Siskel was a better reviewer Ebert was a more interesting character. So I'd rather yeah. read a Siskel review, yeah. but I'd rather watch Ebert on TV. Yes.
2: I do enjoy watching them rant about horror movies. It's like they're the worst thing ever invented. Like,
1: Yeah, but they also are the reason why the genre became a thing, because without them, Halloween wouldn't have been a success. They were like the biggest proponents of that. Um, and so it is a demon of their own making and bitch more. Yeah, Fair. they
2: created Silent Night, Deadly Night indirectly, and they hated that movie. And
1: that movie's great.
2: I love Silent Night, Deadly Night.
1: Um, if you want to watch it again, just watch Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. It's half of the movie. <laughs> and it's great. Um, but you know what else is great? The cr- real critics over on com. Liz, what have we got there?
2: We have a mixed bag. Uh, let's go.
1: Alright, this is a game of one star, five star where Liz dug out real letterbox reviews and they are either a five star or one star and we have to guess based on the review alone which it is. Alan, why don't you go first? Your name starts with an A. You always let me go first, thank you.
2: Alright, are you ready, Alan?
1: I am
0: ready.
2: Where's Ryan Reynolds? Cry face emoji, cry face emoji, cry face emoji, (laughs) cry face emoji.
1: At Blake Lively's house.
0: (sighs) Ah, <sighs> where's running?
2: I mean, I'm gonna go to the limb and
0: say that's one star. That is correct. Yeah, I'm on the board.
1: Woohoo!
2: Woohoo! Welcome
1: to the jungle.
2: you punk? All right, Jesse, you ready? I am. Welcome to the jungle has played more times in this than in Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think people like Welcome to the Jungle as a song, so I'm giving that a five.
2: Yes, <laughs> correct. Also, go.
1: it does play a lot in this in a film that does not feel like I'm being welcomed to the jungle at all.
0: No, no, not at all.
2: No. Agreed. All right. Are you ready?
1: Sure. I'm going to make
2: you bleed. Yay, Liam Neeson Question mark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the shrug that you gave me on camera here makes me think it's a five star.
2: Yes. Woohoo! Got to beat him. I can't lose. They had a lot of mixed feelings about, about it. Clearly. Come at me,
0: McAnally. Come at me. Oh.
2: No, my parents are fighting again. God damn it!
1: You have two dads. We love you.
2: My two dads are fighting again.
1: That's a plot of Full House. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Which one's in the washed-up band? <sighs> And which one's an ex-dirty. <laughs> it's <laughs> us and John Stamos. <laughs> like us. we still
1: keep John Stamos.
0: Yeah. you. So one of us is Bob. One of us is Dave. And the other Your is Joe. You're Bob Sega
1: because you're taller than me, I think. Um, and I guess that makes me Dave Coulier.
0: That I'm. Okay. I'll take it. I'll
1: take it.
2: All right. Ready, Jess? I'm ready. Liam I Neeson's ponytail. Jesse, Jesse. Shit. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Liam Neeson's ponytail needs to be memed.
0: One correct. <laughs> two to two. Two to two. Bring it.
2: All right, Alan. Intent. This I'm is a, a tough one. Are uh, you ready? Man
0: with a particular set of skills for pissing answering myself. questions about pissing myself and doing reviews. Okay. DVD. Pits- uh, WTF? That's it. WTF? That's, w- is there, That's is what there someone any, is, wrote. is there any punctuation?
2: Nope. Just DVD all capitalized.
0: Um, What is the origin of the word? Uh, use it in a sentence.
2: Disc I bought a DVD DHS. of the Deadpool, and, <laughs> and then I didn't like it.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Wait, that sounds like it's giving <laughs> yeah, away a rating. That's, there. that's it. What one is...
0: star, one star, one star.
2: <laughs> it's actually a five. So you already... ghost-lighted him successfully. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool.
2: Sorry, Alan. Oh,
0: that was brilliant. You tricked Bravo. me. You tricked me.
2: All right, Jess, I'll give you a tricky one, too. All
1: right, I'm ready to be tricked. Or actually,
2: actually, I don't think I can. We'll find out. What a beautiful man.
1: <laughs> I don't know about, what man
2: he's referring Talking about
0: Jim referring. Carrey, obviously. I'm
1: I think they're thinking referring. of Clint Eastwood. Oh god me.
0: Or it tyrannic. could be Liam
2: Neeson. I don't know. There's a lot of men in this movie. I also can't yeah.
0: hear the name Liam Neeson. Side note without thinking of Key and Peel. What about Dark Man No? No. Huh? What about Liam Neeson is some Dark Man No. no. What women. about Dark Man? When no. Liam Neeson's face
1: was no. changing up there.
0: Homie was straight. Face changing. Go. Now that's just Liam Neeson acting right there. Man. Straight up, I kid you not, Academy Award caliber. Mm. Classic, mm. Neeson. Man, come on, seriously, I
1: mean like, Neeson already need to have a statue. Okay, I'm convinced it's a five now because of the Liam Neeson. <laughs> that's correct.
2: No! I'm in the red. Don't no worry, leader. Alan, you can catch up. There's okay. a little no, more, more to go. Okay, you never okay. Catch
1: up. You're just like the Deadpool killer. Damn it, I'm on a list. You know, the killer that is so obsessed with a film director that he's decided that he's going to kill and blame it on that film director. I guess that's the plot of this movie, guys. That's what we're here for. Oh, yeah. I guess Yeah, I, we
2: might have yeah. not mentioned the terrible representation of schizophrenia. Oh, yeah, that movie too. Engages um, in. Self.
1: this film is an accurate representation of mental illness and as well as the right response to um, pol- of police to those with mental disabilities I
0: have nothing to do with these deaths
2: that's all I have to say, I'm son of Callahan!
1: irony that's that, that that's sarcasm kids uh look it up in the dictionary ask your parents
0: okay maybe i will
2: <laughs> okay alan are you ready
0: i'm ready to tie it up
2: okay no i definitely did not just watch this movie for the guns and roses cameo what on earth are you talking about five star that's a one star <laughs> kiss yeah. my ass seals
0: That's it. I sealed my fate. Sealed my fate on that one.
2: No, there's still more. There's still more. He seals
0: his fate. Seals my fate. You do not get the seals of approval, McAnally.
2: (laughs) Do I get one, Alan?
0: Yes. You
1: always get my seals of approval. Well, there we go.
2: All right, Jesse, you ready? I'm ready. This is a comedy film.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is, though. It is objectively hilarious when the killer is obsessed with the film director. I can see people hate watching this. Sincerely, I'm gonna call this a five. Yes. Damn it!
0: Two in the can. Two in the hole. Two in the hole.
1: Like I mean, it's like my favorite Jim Carrey comedy so far. <laughs> out. Of, I mean, I, out of context. If fear. you
0: if you snip out his little scenes, it's actually he's pretty good.
1: He's really good. Yeah. He does a five second summary in his AFI speech where he's like, I can handle it, man. He slams on the ground. It's great. It's an accurate representation of him in this movie. That was great. Then with Clint's help, we, uh, we honed the final performance down to this little piece that I'd like to perform for you now. Hey, man, I can handle it.
2: Okay, who just I was just at it was just Jess, right? I I think
1: I just answered.
2: Yeah, it's you just did. My you brain did. fried a bit. Ah, uh,
1: it's okay. Um, in case you haven't noticed, we've been doing this for a year nonstop. Um, are yeah, totally. just listening to it now. Totally,
2: totally, totally. We're way ahead of the game. Yep. Right, are you ready, mm-hmm. Alan? Mm-hmm. I put on the wrong movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they wanted Deadpool Two, starring Ryan Reynolds.
0: <sighs> One star. That's correct. All right, all right. I've I've narrowed the gap.
2: All right. Jesse, ready? I'm ready. Now I can never unsee James Carey, Ace Ventura ing, when I hear Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> I mainly did that one for the Ace Ventura ing verb, which.
1: I love the fact that they referred to his name that he chose to be credited in in the end credits and not like the nomenclature of Jim Carrey.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot to mention that. In the credits, he is James Carey.
2: Which he yeah. is in In Living Color as well, as Jess pointed out. Yeah. For
1: the first At some point. two seasons, he is James Carey. He's trying to be a real actor. He can't call him Jim no more. All right. Um, all right.
0: He's taking it seriously. Taking taking the craft. All right. He's a serious so, actor. Yeah. Okay, he's give taking us, it
1: down to San Francisco, working with Clint Eastwood, doing his best. One star.
0: Give us your wrong yes.
2: answer. Yes. Oh damn it. Alright, there's two left. So Alright,
0: so Jess, you gotta miss both of these. Got it?
2: Jess has Well still. one of
1: them's yours, Alan.
2: <laughs> one of them's yours, Alan. I
0: think I've right. pretty much I got th- this. I set- thought you meant no. two rounds. Okay, there's no way I can win. No, there's us. two Let's... reviews left. Yeah, okay. One round. You know left.
1: what, Liz? I'm gonna bequeath these to Alan. no, nope
0: nope, nope, nope I'm where I'm going out I'm going out guns blazing. Dirty no, hair style.
2: Okay, I'm... <laughs> right, I'm gonna do the first one, to Alan. And if Jess rejects the next one, I'm gonna give it back right back to you, <laughs> Al. Okay. So we okay. can
0: maybe tie? Okay.
2: Maybe. Okay. All right. I was only here for Guns and Roses, not going to lie.
1: <laughs> one star. One star.
2: That was a five. No! Well, there's no way he can win ever, so
1: let's just do this. Give it to me, Liz.
2: This oh. movie is outrageous. One star. That's a five. That's a five. five, star. That's a five. I would have given
0: that a five.
2: Oh,
1: but I'm still the winner. That's
2: one. <sighs>
0: One by two on that one.
2: Alan, you're still winning on an overall basis. What is that?
0: Six six to four? Wait, how many have we recorded?
2: Actually, uh, I miscounted initially. Five to four currently. Five to four. Yeah. Oh, I'm neck and neck. I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I want the world to know. I mean, Alex Brayman, I still need to double check if he won, so we'll see. I <laughs> think
1: <laughs> he lost, and I remember feeling really bad that he lost. But Alex yeah. Brayman always wins. Like, let's,
0: uh, let's just give him an honorary win.
1: All right. I think we are now just vamping, because there's not much to say about the Deadpool, aside from the no. fact it's a fucking really weird movie. And you know the worst part? This isn't even our last Coin Eastwood movie we have to watch for this show.
0: No. It is nort. No. It's norty. We-
1: we have one more where apparently Jim Carrey has an even smaller role. Why does Clint Eastwood
0: keep doing him so wrong?
2: Yeah. Why do I we mean, have to keep watching Clint Eastwood? Jim Carrey's wins?
1: own admission, he gave Miss Dark. Jim Carrey's a nobody. No one's watching Copper Mountain. No one cares about Club Med antics.
0: I mean, I love Alan Thicke. I'm all about some Copper Mountain.
1: Okay. Um, let's revo- rewind. Um, what would you give it? A no spank you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'll play that right next to I love Copper Mountain. I love that shit. God, I gotta hate editing. I, Alan Thick uh uh fat jokes really great.
2: <laughs> I honestly forgot what happened in Copper Mountain. Nothing but happened in Copper Mountain. A bunch of musical nothing. numbers.
0: Nothing. Uh, yeah, so Dude, that was just it's so a bunch
2: of songs.
0: It's a bunch it was a promotion for that artist.
1: Our overall thoughts on the Deadpool and our opinion of whether it is not no spank you or an all righty then. Mm. I almost went to the other show. I think I've done that a couple times. I would give this uh, uh, I give this a
2: Munster. No, sorry, a wrong monster, show. A Munster with Swiss.
1: Watch this show take off much more than musicals with cheese and they're like, what did they keep referencing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's that's my dream. I want to just trounce both of our other podcasts with this, and one. then we
1: we have to deal with each other forever. <laughs> like we'll have to.
0: <laughs> like next, they're gonna call us out and be like, "You gotta do the Clint Eastwood breakdown now." And be like, "Shit, we'll be here for days."
1: God. And then you and I would have had a big falling out, but we still have to. It would be like the McElroy brothers. We can tell there's a lot of resentment between them, <laughs> but they still do that fucking show every week. <laughs> all right
0: let's see all right all righty then or no spank you you go first
1: it's a hard no spank you for me um a hard so, no spank you. like i, I th- feel like last week i gave a pretty good review of peggy sue got married um uh, haven't watched the film yet um we record these out of order so i gotta say this compared to that this is like a big slap to the face like a really unpleasant experience like and I can I wish there was like redeeming elements were outside of Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is fine in this movie. If I was just rating Jim Carrey, the Jim Carrey of it all, I think he Jim carried his scenes pretty hey well. yo, um, but outside of that, the mystery is not engaging. There is no red herrings really. It's like, is it this guy? No. Oh, it's this guy. The movie's over. No falling action. No resolution of any subplot. It just stops. It just ends. And as an end to a quote-unquote franchise, it is really embarrassing and truly, truly a piss-poor representation. Um, Yeah, hard no spank you for me.
0: (sighs) This is really tough. I want to like it. I really do.
1: Don't let me influence you. You were fairly positive about this. I know, more.
0: I know, I know. I was gonna I was gonna give it I mean, I'm allowed to change my mind because we had an engaging, intellectual, well respected conversation.
1: Uh, yeah, we only insulted each other three times, and so that's good for us. <laughs> but you also beat me again, so...
2: Again? <laughs> Alan, you've won most of the games. This is your first loss in a while.
0: In a while, but you just said it's five to four, so he's only behind me by one.
2: Most of the... most Al- Just his wins are ties.
0: Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay well then I'm gonna give him a little bit of credit I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with a mild no spank
1: you on this one um Liz I think I know yours but what is it
2: very hard no spank you I hate this I don't I don't like I don't like this movie it's boring there's a random prison scene in the middle and I don't know why it happened Uh, (sighs) um It has a very poor representation of schizophrenia, which I, I'm not going to go off on that right now because I don't have six hours, but you know, maybe extended version of this, but it's, it's, I don't we like We want more movie. of this? More Deadpool content. <laughs> yeah, uh, Deadpool no, 3 I, I, with Deadpool Ryan Reynolds
0: 3. and Jim Carrey.
2: And Hugh Jackman.
0: Huge Ackman.
2: Huge Ackman and Jim Carrey's character in the Deadpool, who is somehow alive. <laughs>
0: the um, Deadpool.
2: But yeah. And imagine if they uh, sang like together. It. I mean,
1: I'd watch that. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. We got everything you want, even if it's strange.
0: Then Blake Lively just comes in and slaps them both. Just shut up.
2: There's a tap dancing break in the middle. There you go. There you go. I'd be down for that. Solid solid pitch. Yeah, yep. I don't like this. I don't like this. Low for right. well, well, forget. Hardness, thank you. I'll pass. I'm
1: sorry, but don't forget that Hugh Jackman needs to intentionally break so that the audience will laugh because they aren't laughing already. Um I'll, either way, let's continue. Does it hurt every time? <laughs> It hurts every time when we have to pretend to laugh, me and Sutton, (laughs) on stage. We know what we're doing is panderous. We don't
0: care. It brings all the boys to the yard.
1: <laughs> All right. um right. Let's go home, guys. We're done talking about the Deadpool. Let's um, get out of here. We, we yeah, gave way asleep. too many spankings today. So thank you for listening. Please follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and other places on Carried Away with Jess and Allen. Twitter at Carried Away Pod, Instagram, Carried Away Pod. Email us at Carried Away Podcast at gmail.com. Our title card is created by the amazing Grace Aki. Um, we got to have them on soon. Um, go follow them on Instagram. At its grace, Aki. This show is produced by and edited by the incredible Elizabeth Esten. Liz, uh, put, put some, put some applause right here. Our theme song is "I Choose You" by the band Thanks. Thank you to the Broadway Podcast Network for having us on the platform and for not kicking us off. For daring to call Hugh Jackman pandering. Um. <laughs> I mean,
0: if you agree with us, let us know. If you don't, let us know. Welcome to the jungle. Um,
1: yeah, Mr. Podcast Network going to kick us off. Um, Welcome to the jungle. We have you, Jackman. We got Jim Carrey. Da, 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 da. Don't watch the Deadpool. Don't, don't. watch this. Just skip it's, it. Yeah, if, I think this might be... The other ones at least had an interesting, like, hey, if you want to watch Jim Carrey and a weird porno... This this one just is nothing. Like watch the first ten minutes, and then once Jim Carrey's dead, turn it off. That's a neat little short film about don't get too many flu shots. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
0: you're kind of fueling conspiracy theories right now.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, maybe this is what led to him uh, his opinions with Jenny McCarthy. Um, You mean Heather Locklear?
2: Yeah, Heather Locklear. (laughs) Yeah, to correct (laughs) me. Don't you guys gaslight me like this?
1: And we'll see you next time on Carried Away.